Hello, Patriots and other interested parties. Today is Friday, February 12th, 2021, and we are going to discuss where we are. There is a lot of talk right now about Trump starting a third party or cleaning out the GOP or beginning a media company to eliminate the need for big tech. Patriots are very excited about these possibilities. There is a lot of talk of the upcoming elections in 2022 and 2024 and taking back the Senate and the White House. Unfortunately, we need to wrap our head around the fact that, barring a miracle of biblical proportions, this will not happen as long as the current regime is in power. I and many others have hope and expectation that President Trump and others are working out a plan and that we will avoid the scenario I will talk about tonight. I believe that we are watching a movie and that much of what is happening is scripted. Having said that, I am not a psychic and am not in the inner circle of advisors. Therefore, I can only comment on current events and likely outcomes. These events of precedent in other countries and the communist dictatorship that have seized power are following the playbook written many years ago by Marx and Engels. However, all is optics, and we are meant to see what we think is a new regime. Yes, there is much evidence that Chairman Biden and Comrade Harris are not in the White House. Comrade Harris has not moved into the Vice President's residence at the Naval Observatory. However, Vice President Gore didn't move in for six months, and Dick Cheney for one month. However, we are fairly certain that interior footage of Chairman Biden in the Oval Office is in fact filmed on a set. The airplane Chairman Biden has been flying around in is most definitely not one of the two DC-10s reserved as Air Force One. Also, Congress has not engaged in any meaningful debate or legislation since the fraudulent election. My contention is that this impeachment game is a distraction to stir up division and keep people from inquiring as to why Congress is literally not doing any legislating. Is it because they cannot, rather than will not? Perhaps that is why Premier Biden is signing all of those executive orders, 52 as of this writing. I submit that this is but part of a larger narrative. The aim is to provide the regime with the ammo to push through their draconian measures targeting patriots as enemies of the state. These and other staged events are the selling point. Most Americans believe the narrative and will accept any measure to silence us. The bottom line is we really do not know exactly what is going on. And again, we only have the events we can see and are experiencing to use as a marker for where we are. You and I, dear listener, are but two in a sea of patriots whose charge it is to save what is left of our republic, to give hope to our fellows, and to hold fast that which is true, even in the face of such lies as these. Unless something biblical happens, and it very well could, we have to focus on and be prepared for what could happen unless President Trump resumes or reasserts his position as leader of our republic. So, to what looks like the current regime? They will not ever allow another election in which there is the slightest possibility of the outcome not being scripted. Chairman Biden has signed executive orders to that effect, effectively choking the life out of the electoral process and encouraging and ensuring that mail-in balloting will be the way of the land. Also introduced in the House on January 19th, H.R. 350. This act may be cited as the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2021. A bill to authorize dedicated domestic terrorism offices within the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Justice, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation to analyze and monitor domestic terrorist activity and require the federal government to take steps to prevent domestic terrorism. Congress finds the following. 1. Recent reports have demonstrated that white supremacists and other far-right-wing extremists 
are the most significant domestic terrorism threat facing the United States. Two, each report submitted shall include a. an assessment of the domestic terrorism threat posed by white supremacists and neo-Nazis, including white supremacist and neo-Nazi infiltration of federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies and the uniformed services. Then we have H.R. 51, Washington, D.C. Admission Act. The plan includes turning Washington, D.C. into the 51st state, which would put two more communist senators and one representative in Congress. The balance of power there would change forever and ensure the ruling party control over all three branches of government. In order to maintain its illusion of social consciousness, the ruling party must provide its adherents with money, housing, jobs, health care, education, and distraction. However, as the population is artificially increased by means of non-existent borders, welcoming all comers and subsidizing them, the resources will be stretched very thin. The result of this is going to be a vast nation of underemployed, underfed, underhoused, and undermedicated people. They know this, and they don't care. Already in progress is an effort to shift blame from themselves to people identified as the enemies of progress. People whose cultural identity, faith, and political ideology set them outside the norms established by the ruling party. They would be us, patriots, Trumpers, MAGAs, Christians, proponents of the traditional family, the working class, and independent business people who strive for a republic-oriented government and a community-based social network. According to a National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin issued by the Department of Homeland Security on January 27th, the largest threat to our nation are domestic. Quote, Ideologically motivated violent extremists with objections to the exercise of governmental authority and perceived grievances fueled by false narratives. They are believed to be motivated by a range of issues, including anger over COVID-19 restrictions, the 2020 election results, police use of force, and other dangerous false narratives. For example, the existence of the deep state, herd immunity, biological sex, God, and so on. By giving us the identity of other, be it racist, supremacist, phobic, insurrectionist, denier, etc., the ruling party can convince their adherents that we are a threat to the new world order. At the point of mass acceptance of us as non-participants in the new, woke paradigm, any solution to neutralize us as a threat will be accepted. It will begin by social, financial, and professional ostracism. As a matter of fact, this has already begun. It will continue with forced medication and vaccines. Those of us who are vocal about the crimes being committed will be rounded up as subversives, domestic terrorists, and placed out of the view of society, incarcerated. Our families and friends and those who are not so vocal, but who may have attended church or donated money to Donald Trump, or bought a Q shirt, or attended a MAGA rally, will be given the opportunity for re-education, and then to publicly recant and rebuke their former beliefs. However, there will remain a large number of persons for the state to support. What do you think they would do to minimize their obligations? What indeed? I realize that by now you must know where this ends up. And I agree, the thought of so chilling a reality is something that most people just cannot conceive of. An evil so vast and pervasive that their very lives are in the equation. Already I hear it. That can't happen here. They won't do that. We'll vote them out. Again, I draw your attention to Venezuela. A timeline. 
2001, Socialist Chavez was elected amid a disputed election. 2009, private ownership of guns is abolished. 2013, Socialist Maduro is elected. 2014, opposition leaders are imprisoned. 2016, food and health care shortages become widespread. 2017, the Constitution and elections are suspended. 2018, Smartmatic voting machines used. Maduro re-elected. 2019, unarmed citizens massacred by own government. 2020, Maduro elected yet again. Smartmatic used. The actions taken by Premier Biden and the intentions stated by Pelosi and Schumer of the National People's Congress of the People's Republic of America mirror those of Venezuela, but our timeline will be massively shortened. Yesterday on Gab, Philip at PRC asked me a very good question. Quote, the DNC has announced that their future is socialism. My question is, will our military abandon the oath that they took to protect our country and the Constitution and fight against American patriots on the side of socialism? Socialism and our Constitution are not compatible. Socialism has to take away our rights under the Constitution in order to take control of our country. The oath they took was to protect our Constitution against all enemies. That doesn't mean unless the socialists tell them not to. What do you think? Will our military leaders do the right thing, or will they obey the party in the White House? I considered the question, and I replied. That's a fair question, and I grapple with that more and more. Right now, it looks like a majority of the military has thrown their support behind the Biden regime. The Joint Chiefs sent a signed memo to the various branches of the military, announcing their support of the communist regime. Not all of the Joint Chiefs signed it. Also, there is a purge underway within the military to identify and get rid of soldiers and others who can be labeled as conservatives, Christians, patriots, and Trump supporters. The military had a chance to do the right thing, just as the Burmese military did. The evidence of election fraud was overwhelming, and the Constitution provides the military with the authority to step in. They did not. The crisis we find ourselves in will come to a head, and that sooner rather than later. When it does, and they come for us, will we defend ourselves? Will the military defend us? My guess is that most Americans will bear their heads in the sand and allow events to unfold, and the majority of the military will follow orders. Those patriotic soldiers who remain after the purge will come to our aid, and the Republic will most likely be torn asunder in a protracted kinetic engagement. I wish I had a more positive and uplifting scenario, but I cannot in good conscience alter the impression that I and many others have of what we will soon be facing. In the end, God will prevail. The only question is, how much will we have to suffer, and for how long, before the situation writes itself? Friends, the game plan has been in the public arena for many, many years. None of this should come as a surprise. How did they do this, and what are their plans? Satanist Saul Alinsky laid it out pretty clearly in his book, Rules for Radicals. 1. Healthcare. Control healthcare and you control the people. 2. Poverty. Increase the poverty level as high as possible. Poor people are easier to control and will not fight back if you are providing everything for them to live. Debt. Increase the debt to an unsustainable level. That way you are able to increase taxes, and this will produce more poverty. 4. Gun control. Remove the ability to defend themselves from the government. That way you are able to create a police state. 5. Welfare. Take control of every aspect of their lives, food, housing, and income. 
6. Education. Take control of what people read and listen to. Take control of what children learn in school. 7. Religion. Remove the belief in God from the government and schools. 8. Class warfare. Divide the people into the wealthy and the poor. This will cause more discontent and it will be easier to take tax the wealthy with the support of the poor. Much of this has been in the works for many years and we are at the end game. No matter what happens in the next few days or weeks, we are at a crossroads and the powers of Vville that are running things right now the world over are being given room by God to do their worst. Everything said here is on the record and while most of it is commentary and thus protected speech, where I am quoting facts, I cite sources. The following is a combination of commentary and fact. Please sue me so that in discovery we can bring even more truth to the light. The people at the top of this illegitimate and illegal regime are some of the most twisted, evil, corrupted, base, mongrel, hateful, dangerous, and satanic in the world. I draw your attention to Hunter's Laptop, The Standard Hotel, Pizzagate, Antifa, BLM, and more. Truly, Satan's minions persecuting the innocent and the faithful. This is all foretold. Do not lose hope. But also do not blindly assume that all will be well and you will not suffer persecution. We have been told that these days would come to pass. However, we are assured of our salvation through Christ our Lord, no matter what the world does to us. Be very mindful of Christians who have not read Daniel, Ezekiel, Revelation, or the Gospels. Jesus gave us hope in Him, hope in our Heavenly Father. Jesus conquered death. However, we have been warned of the end times. We have been given instruction on how to see and how to prepare. We have been promised that even though we will be persecuted, we have a place in heaven and through Christ we will overcome. Some people twist this to mean that we will escape all persecution, that the end days will not come. Do not be misled. It is in our suffering and persecution that we are assured. No matter what happens, we will be victorious over death through Christ. Trust in Him, not in men or in man's understanding. Specifically me. Please do not take anything I say as gospel truth. Do your own research. My aim here is to provide you with a blueprint, and then you can go ahead and build the house upon it. All you need to begin your search is located within these words. Finally, read your Bible and pray, pray, pray. Have no faith in man and his plans, for only God knows the hour and the day of our Messiah's return, and only God knows how much time will elapse between now and then, how many of us will live to see the return of our Messiah, and how many of us will suffer immeasurable persecution in the meantime. May God bless you, and may God bless the Republic of the United States of America.